One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you always felt a little odd, a little different? The world is crying out for witches to heal and to rebuild. But do you hear its call and will you answer? This is a space for free thinking, where I give you tools to explore and build your craft. We all have a divine spark. Join me each week and grow that spark into a fiery beacon. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft, and I'll be bringing you a one-on-one guide to all things witchcraft and spirituality. This is The Major's Well. Hey Majors, welcome back to the show. This week I wanted to look at something that we've not looked into for a while, weird and unusual forms of divination. This is the third show in the series, so maybe give the other two a listen if you're on the market. But first, before we dive in, what's the week ahead looking like? So February 24th is Drago Bete, celebrated in Romania. It's kind of like Valentine's Day and the celebration of spring rolled into one. It was traditional for young men and women to go into the forest singing and picking flowers, and then, at the strike of noon, the girls would run as fast as they could back towards the village, and the boys would pursue them to try and give them a kiss. If the girl fancied the boy, then she would let him do so. This act would be taken as an engagement between the pair. Later on in the evening, this would then be announced to the entire community. Saturday the 25th, we've got World Sword Swallowers Day, celebrating the ancient art and the people who practice it. Dating back 4,000 years to ancient India, it takes seven years to master, and every year there are approximately six sword-swallowing injuries around the world. Tell a Fairy Tale Day falls on the 26th on the Sunday. Reread your favourite fairy tale or take a look into local ones around you. Baba Mata, also known as Grandma March Day, falls on March 1st and is held in Bulgaria. It's thought to be one of the oldest pagan traditions in Christian Europe, according to sources. It's common to wear red and white string gifts like bracelets and necklaces, which are said to bring luck. 
It's a celebration of the ending of winter. Baba Marta is said to be a temperamental old woman whose mood influences the weather. It's also Will Compliment Day on March 1st. Say something nice to a stranger, but don't be creepy. Tone and delivery are vital here. But try to say something nice. And we also have the moon waxing to where it will be full on the 7th. Now, onto the show. Every culture, every society, every community has got its own systems and techniques for divining the future that are turned to when difficult decisions need to be made. Divination allows the individual to transcend the limits of their knowledge or perception and can also remove the onus of the decision and place it into the realm of the otherworldly. The divine is constantly in communication with us, we just need to be aware of the signs and decipher and interpret them correctly. Today, I want to look into some of the more weird and wonderful methods that people have developed from all over the world. Now I've mentioned it before in other episodes, but it's worth saying again that whenever you see a word ending in Nancy, there's a good chance that it's referring to something to do with a form of divination. Coming from the Greek mantia, it means prophecy or divination. So let's kick off with a strong favourite of mine called Nagam. Now really this word is an umbrella term for various divination practices used by the Mambilla people of Cameroon and Nigeria, as well as peoples throughout sub-Saharan Africa. There is Nagam Kol, the throwing of sticks and reading the fall, which isn't taken too seriously. There's Nagam Nimu, which is water divination, as well as reading patterns on the surface of beer. Arguably, the most important method of divination is Nagam Du, or earth divination. It's also known as spider divination because, yes, it uses spiders, particularly the Heteroscodia crassipes, a type of ground-dwelling tarantula. Now, I hate spiders, but the markings on this particular spider is stunning. This divination can also be done with land crabs, particularly the Pseudononates arbrae. Now, how the divination takes place is by finding an inhabited crab or spider hole and covering it with a pot that has the bottom missing. A stone is rubbed around the mouth of the pot while the diviner blows onto it saying, Uo, Uo, meaning come out, come out. A stick, a stone and some leaves are placed inside the pot as well as two leaves covering the hole. The question is asked while a small stone is tapped on the pot, following the rhythm of speech which is muttered. It's thought the vibrations translate into a language that the spiders can understand. The pot is left for 10 to 15 minutes. Now, the spiders or the crabs come out of their hole, the walls of the pot containing them, and they interact with the stones, sticks and leaves, which is interpreted by the diviner and the answer is given. Whatever the leaves touch, that is the decision or answer. So let's say we ask, shall I buy that new house? The stick is yes, the stone is no. The crabs or spiders will move the leaf to the correct answer. The questions have to be quite specific and binary in order for this technique to work. Now, I mentioned leaves were placed in the hole as well. These can sometimes have markings on them to offer the reading more nuance. For example, a picture of a belly refers to pregnancy, crossroads refers to a choice, hands may symbolise a gift, and so on. 
If you're interested in having a reading, you can visit nagamdu.org, N-G-G-A-M-D-U.org. The economic proceeds go to the village of Somi and local projects, as well as helping preserve this historic practice. A practitioner called Bolo Pierre Tadios has been practicing for most of his adult life, the knowledge of which was passed down from his uncle and father. Let's have a look at Sternomancy, which is predicting the future by looking at the breastbone. The idea that someone's future is written on their body is quite common. Think of palmistry and the infamous phrenology, the idea that by feeling and looking at someone's skull, you can determine their psychology. Now, with Sternomancy, omens were determined by the appearance of the bone as well as its shape and size. Fun fact, the custom of breaking a chicken or turkey's breastbone is a form of the divination. And this method is also applied to looking at breasts. In Spain, it was believed you could tell a woman's personality by looking at her breasts, obviously carrying grim undertones of misogyny and objectification. We also have necromancy, obviously sounding very similar to necromancy, It's the calling of damned spirits, according to the English Dictionary in 1623, so obviously very similar in practice to necromancy as well, whereby the practitioner calls on spirits and also relatives. But with nekyo, the emphasis is on damned spirits, possibly ones from hell, with some modern definitions implying that Satan himself is called upon to divine the future. Next on my list is Aoife a Yoruban practice whose name references the Orisha Ifa, who is the foremost deity in the Yoruban belief system and governs over wisdom and intellectual development. The practice of this type of divination relies on specific texts and complex mathematical formulas, which is interpreted by a diviner, either a Ifa priest or a Bubaloa, meaning the priest's father. The divination board is tapped to gain the attention of Ifa and other spirits, as well as ancestors and ancestral diviners. The client then takes the divination chain containing consecrated palm nuts called ikin, or shells, and prays over it, silently asking their question. The priest drops the chain on the divination board and interprets what they see. There are 256 possibilities to how the chain lands. Each possibility relates to a number, which is a verse in a sacred text called the Odu Ifa, containing a collection of divine verses that have been passed down orally for thousands of years, before being written down in the 20th century. The Odu consists of 256 parts, the exact same number of combinations that the divination necklace can show, divided into verses called Isi, each one having an equal and an opposite meaning. The correlating verse is sung to the client where wisdom can be gleaned for their situation. Onage and Fola Sadi Woodbine have developed an app to help practitioners learn the practice, but also to preserve it as a tradition. If you are interested in learning more about it, you can find it on the App Store under the name Ifa Obi App. I-F-A-O-B-I. Now, interestingly, the divination system was added by UNESCO to its list of the masterpieces of the oral and intangible heritage of humanity back in 2005. There's another variant of this system where you can actually cast the palm nuts, the icon. They must be held in the left hand and they are scooped or cast by the right. 
If one or more icon remains in the left hand, the priest will make one or two vertical lines in the divination board, which is called an opon, the surface of which is covered in wood dust created by termites. The marks in the dust correspond to the different verses' signatures, the verses of which are chanted by the priests to the querent. Omphilomancy. Omphalic is relating to the navel. This is the divination of counting the number of knots of the umbilical cord. It's thought that the knots indicate how many more children the mother will have after this one. By examining the shape and the size of the belly button, it also revealed the fate and personality of the individual. Indian tantric teachings use the belly button to diagnose health problems, as this is where vast amounts of energy enter the body. We also have xenomancy, coming from the Greek xenos, meaning stranger or foreigner. This method involves observing the first stranger who appears. Now watching the movement of the hands and arms was important. A raised right hand was a good sign, while the left was a bad. Pointing or wild gesticulations were also paid particular attention to. We've also got Jiaobei, also known as Moonblocks. This is a common divination method originating from China, and it's very much a folk tradition. In Taiwan, the same practice is called Po, and the method varies region to region. So the blocks are used to communicate with deities and spirits, and it's thought it dates back to the Neolithic era. Two crescent-shaped moon blocks are used. One side is flat, this is the yang side, and the other side bulges, this is the yin side, and they are usually red, a colour symbolising power and prosperity. Now, traditionally they would have been made from tortoise and clamshells, but today they're made from wood. So querents purify the blocks by waving them over incense three times, and then they clasp them behind them, stating their name, the date and time of birth, age, address, and the question. Raising the blocks to the forehead, it's custom to pray, and then they are thrown to the floor, in what's called shitio. They must be dropped or thrown from a reasonable height, and when they land, it creates a combination, which signifies a yes or no answer. Other combinations show the gods are displeased with the question, the question isn't clear enough, or that it doesn't make sense. Three consecutive positive indications are required to confirm a yes reply. After each round of throwing, gratitude should be expressed and the question reiterated. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
zygomancy. Zygon means gravity in Greece. This is divination through weights. And we see this throughout history, whereby innocent people would be weighed next to the Bible, which traditionally was very heavy, and if they were lighter, they were deemed innocent. We see this in ancient Egypt as well, whereby the person's heart would be placed on a weighing scale against the feather of the goddess Ma'at. If the heart was lighter, the person had lived a virtuous life. The Chukchi people of Siberia would tie a rope to a newly dead person and ask questions. If the body could be lifted, it was a positive answer. If not, it was a no. We also have the Samis of the Scandi countries. Now, they would traditionally lift sacred stones. If the stone was heavier than usual, their god was likely angry, while the opposite was true if it felt lighter. We also see a similar vibe in ancient Greek temples. Querents would ask a question in front of a deity statue and attempt to lift a heavy stone for an answer. Kamiki Uranai is a Japanese Shinto divination ritual that involves the use of rice entering into hollow tubes while it's cooking. How much rice enters the tube can be interpreted to mean how well the crops will perform. There's a ritual held on January 15th that predicts if the harvest will be early or late. Another ritual on the 14th takes place whereby a gruel is made with 43 reeds placed in it. It's boiled for hours and at the end the reeds are split open and the amount of gruel in each reed is recorded. Now each reed is dedicated to a type of crop grown in the region and the result is recorded for the 42 types. So for example, the reed that has been dedicated to cucumbers might not contain a lot of gruel, suggesting that it wouldn't be a good harvest for the year ahead, but the gruel in the red bean reed might be overflowing, suggesting a brilliant yield. For those paying attention, you may be wondering what the 43rd reed denotes. Well, that gives a global overview for the year just started. Staying in Japan, there's also Chizei Ura, crossroads divination, whereby you take a comb to the crossroads and strum its teeth three times while saying Tuze Ura, Tuze Ura, grant me a true response, or O thou god of the crossroads divination, grant me a true response. The god in question is Saheno Kami. Wait, and if no one approaches, the ritual hasn't worked. If someone does approach and you know them, it hasn't worked again. But if a stranger approaches you, you must cover your face and politely ask them to tell you your future. They may ignore you, they may refuse you, you try again. If they respond, listen carefully and thank them. When the stranger is gone, only then can you remove your face covering. This has a cult-like following, and there's loads of warnings online to not mess with this. Now, from looking into it, it seems saying Bloody Mary three times in the mirror would be a similar comparison to this ritual. Now, to wrap up our list for today is the case of nympholepsy, a condition that was often reported in Greece whereby individuals were possessed by nymphs, who were like nature or land spirits. The individuals who underwent possession, suffering a seizure, experienced not only wisdom known as Sophos, but also Mantikos, prophetic abilities. These people were called Nympholets, and had a special understanding of how the world worked. There's reference to a family of nymphs called the Splagtotides, a name given to the gemstones that could be found in their grotto, which they lived in, on Mount Citheron in Attica, in southern Greece. Now, the family of nymphs were famous for delivering prophecies, thought to be delivered through a nympholette. In fact, it's thought that many of the local inhabitants around the cave became nympholettes themselves. 
Now, it actually became a custom that where nymphs could be found, there would be a hotspot for prophecy and divination. Now, many myths attribute nymph mothers to a number of famous prophets in the ancient world. A cave at Vari in Greece was actually reworked by nymphalets and contained a garden to honour the nymphs, as well as a secret grove. Poetic inscriptions inside reveal that a man called Archidamos was a key worker and claimed that the nymphs guided him in his work. Nymphaleps often abandoned normal ways of speaking and instead spoke in dithyram, which is a poetic way of talking. Hopefully today has shed some light on the more obscure types of divination. Looking at social media, you'd think that there's only tarot cards and pendulums and astrology that are fit for the task. But in reality, it's far more diverse. How is the cosmos communicating with you? How will you interpret these signs and omens? And that's a wrap for today's show. If you've liked something, tell me about it. My DMs are always open on Instagram at the Majors Well, or you can tell me in a review wherever you're listening to the episode. Peace out, witches, and I'll see you at the crossroads. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 